Views and opinions expressed by callers, guests, and hosts do not necessarily reflect those of the Black Talk Radio Network and Black Talk Media Project. Black Talk Radio is new black media for the new millennium. would have had serious consequences for the world financial system, but may also have empowered the people of Africa, something black activists say the U.S. wants to avoid at all costs. We're slicing cake. We're slicing cake. We're slicing cake. Gaddafi didn't give up. In the months leading up to the military intervention, he called on African and Muslim nations to join together to create this new currency that would rival the dollar and euro. They would sell oil and other resources around the world only for gold dinars. It's an idea that would shift the economic balance of the world. Countries' wealth would depend on how much gold they have, not how many dollars they trade. And Libya has 144 tons of gold. Welcome, welcome everyone to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. I'm your host, Dave, from L.A., coming to you live from FEMA Region Number 6. Today is May the 13th, 2019. It is a Monday. have a live show for you today. Just want to thank you all for listening to the network. At any time, if you'd like to get in on a conversation, give us a call, 704-802-5056. 704-802-5056 is the call-in number. We have half the Keith is in studio, currently sleeping, but he'll come around in a second. So, half Keith. <laughs> so, you heard him. He's here. So we are. Uh, we would love to hear from you all. Give us a call, 704-802-5056. 704-802-5056 is the call-in number. Very important show, in my opinion. Um, I think you would agree, Pastor Keith. Definitely. And so we're going to, um, I can hear it. Uh, I can hear the enthusiasm in your in your voice, Pastor Keith. You know, I guess I interrupted you in between your, your sweep, but no problem. We we will get going uh, in today's show, which I I think is very very important, especially for time, and want to make sure that you are all put in a great position of advantage as much as you possibly can, especially for what we're going to, in my opinion, see uh, what could happen. So we're going to to get into today's show, but anytime if you'd like to get in on the conversation, give us a call, 704-802-5056, 704-802-5056 is the calling number, and would love to hear from you. Okay, but before we do that, before we do that, we're going to actually uh, just have a couple of very important announcements about the network. We need your support. And if without the support, we'll not be, we will not be able to have a show and the network. So please, please give some of your financial support to Black Talk Radio Network. You can very easily do that by going to www.blacktalkradionetwork.com, find the donation prompt, and uh, make a donation so that the network can stay on air. Very, very important that you do that. Also, 
excuse me. Also, you can support the network, and the, the best way to do that, your support the network, is by going to www.btrcommunity, which is a social media platform that was put on by Black Talk Radio Network where, where you can support this network directly and have the overall benefit of you being able to engage in your social media activities without being as adversely affected. And you can do that by becoming a member for only $24 a year, $24 a year. And with that $24, you can actually start to post information that you think is relevant and important about yourself, your business, uh, anything that you see that needs to have conversation or you think you should have more public awareness, you could do that there. And that way this network will be supported and you can actually, it's really in, a, in the, your best interest because you can monetize that as well. But, of course, it's all within reason. So go to Black Talk Radio, go to Black Talk Radio Network, hit the BTR community uh, prompt that's there, or go to www.btrcommunity.com. Join for only $24 a year. You don't have to worry about someone selling your identity. You don't have to worry about, you know, a lot of the, the, the adverse sides of the social media platforms uh, with BTR community. And once again, the main benefit is it supports this network. Very, very, very important. We need your overall support, everyone that listens. From everyone that listens, you're going to need Black Talk Radio Network. You're going to need Tando Radio Show. You're going to need each other. We need you. You're going to need us. And to make sure that we're in position to facilitate that need that you will have going forward by you investing in, in Black Talk Radio Network now. So very, very important because, yes, things are really shaping up. So we're going to get into today's show. In today's show, but before we do that, also, if you'd like to acquire real money, go to Prosperity Mint. The time, for, the time and the availability for you to do that is closing. Go to Prosperity Mint. Get your overall, trade your cash for money, and have a real measure of savings and a real measure of insurance and assurances going forward. Very, very important. So you can do that at www.prosperitymint. Then email them at info at Prosperity Mint. Let them know that I sent you, Dave from Tando Radio Show, and someone will get in contact with you just to explain the overall purchasing process so that you will know exactly what that is. Okay, so we're going to get into today's very important show. Pastor Keith is here in the building. Scotty is all ready to go. You're, you're here. And please excuse us for our time change. We definitely had to do that. Uh, and so just bear with us. Uh, in that overall endeavor. Greatly appreciate uh, all of you. And so. Okay, why don't yeah. you talk about that? Can you address that to those that are listening as far as time goes? Yeah, Let's well. Elaborate on that. Yeah, we, we, we had to come up two hours earlier. Our time is 9 o'clock central, I mean, excuse me, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 9 to 11. Uh, and for those of you in Central Time, it's 8 to 10 is our, our new time uh, that we will be carrying the show. Have to do that uh, just because of just a lot of business things that uh, I have to do. And not only that, um, hopefully my man Warren Ballantyne, uh, that will, will actually help in getting Warren Ballantyne when he comes on. His general time is the time that we usually have 
and I would never, ever, ever, I would always uh, give up my spot uh, for, for my man Warren Ballantyne because uh, his, his show is just that relevant, and uh, Warren means so much to me. So going forth? Going forward, yes. No, going forth for us, as far as time goes, we're probably looking. Going forward. Okay. I know that you are speaking your good your no, good no, queen's absolutely. English. It's all about the grammar. For, uh, forth, forth with you, you proceed. Okay. Well, we say we yeah going forward, chief. Yes. All right. Yes. So it's gonna be eight to ten. Eight to ten. Yes. Monday through Friday. Uh, and so so everyone knows that. And you can listen to the podcast as well through BTR Community. I don't know how you how to do all of that stuff because uh, I don't. You know, I'm an old man when it comes to the technology stuff. So, but Scotty has, you know, you, everyone knows Scotty, uh, Scotty explains that all the time. So just go to the podcast for you that are that are familiar with that and understand how that works. Just simply go there, and you'll be able to hear the past shows and everything else. So for those of you that are on the West, West Coast, this is a good time because it's right in the heart of you trying to make it to work uh, in the morning. So... Great. So let's get into what's in the news, Keith. Before we get started, was there anything that you wanted to say before we get started? No, I didn't think so, Keith. Okay, thank you, Keith. No, anything, Keith? No, sir. Nothing at all? How was your weekend, Keith? Uh, blessed. Good, 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 good. For those of you that celebrate Mother's Day, uh, hopefully you all uh, had a, a great day with with your family and, and the, the people that matter the most to you. And with that being said, Mother's Day should never, ever be celebrated one day of the year. Sure, sure, greatly. And, you know, relationships with anyone, we should celebrate our relationships with everyone every day because that's really, you know, really one of the key parts of life, one of the most beautiful parts of life. So definitely, and for those of you that do celebrate that as a a form of celebration or record, you observe that overall day, but those of you that don't, um, I understand and totally respect it. I'm not one that really does holidays of any kind. Um, and I'm not really big on, you know, um, born days either. But, hey, we got them. Oh, Friday, speaking of, Friday uh, won't be able to be on air, uh, have graduations uh, to attend. Um, what's that, Keith? Why are you pointing at me? Because, uh, shout out, brag, docious, I don't like to brag and stuff, but... Oh, yeah, we got you. Yes, yes, this is big. Yes, my... Let, wait, 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 hold on. Right, Let, let's, let's make sure we temper, make sure it's... it's, it's, it's uh, is it okay to talk about it, Keith? It is. Please, make sure, because you know what I'm t- speaking about, right, Keith? Yeah. There's, no. there's some things we can't talk about. No, this is in light of what you were talking about. No, 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 but I'm saying if that is, if it's that person, there's some, yes, yes. there's just some people I don't ever want to, to speak about on air. I was just talking about him. Right? No, not, not, not him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I Jeez, the other. The, man, you know, hold on one second. Okay, it's not, right? No. Okay, all right, cool. So I was talking about my son. Okay, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, my youngest son graduating from college on Friday. Wow, wow. Oh, man, I, I, shoot, we won't be here, Keith. I won't. I won't. No. 
I won't be here. I'll actually oh, I'm have another graduation, and I didn't know. Well, it is what it is. But we will we'll, we will do that with your son when we get back. Love that young man. Good dude. Good man. Good, 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 good. So a lot of graduations is going on over. And so uh, we won't be able to be on air on, on – wait, wait, I get, I may not be able to be on Thursday because I'm traveling. Let me let me see if we're how we're doing this. So we will let you know. So much love, much as well. But we got to get into today's show. It's just too much that's going on. Keep let's let's jump right into it. And today's the name of today's show, everyone is still waters turning into rogue seeds. Still water turning into rogue rogue seeds. Seas, excuse me. Still water turning into rogue seas is today's show and very, very important. I would say for all of you, uh, I think that the, and I hope there's not, but the, the break in the overall price of gas and the price of food, is the, I think the lowest that you'll see was over this weekend, was the lowest in Friday, and Thursday was the lowest that you're going to see going forward because of what's happening. And I want you, the everyday listener at Tando Radio Show, to be as, as prepared for this as you possibly can, reason being. What we have been talking about, what we were saying is going, is going to be happening, is starting to actually uh, come into full fruition and is going to expand itself out even more. And so we need to talk about that. So here we go. What's in the news? From RT International, Iran warns, warns of conspiracy by ill-wishers, urges probe into this sabotage attack off of the UAE coast. Iranian foreign minister said it wants to clarify wants a clarification of what happened at the port of uh, Fujara, where four ships were reportedly targeted in a sabotage operation. Sun- Sunday's incident at the port was alarming and regrettable, a spokesman for the Iranian foreign ministry said in a statement on today, Monday. So basically what happened, there was multiple tankers that were uh, exploded in the UAE port, which is significant. Keith, what did, what, what did we talk about, uh, what we've been talking about? These are the stages, and one of the stages that we would say is that the overall tankers themselves would be targeted. And if they get, start to get targeted, this is what happens. That whole area, this is, this is why this is the, the, the turmoil of this area is going to be so impactful, and it is really, really the steps for war as multiple countries are building up for military confrontation in the region and globally as well. And we'll talk about that. But here's what we talked about before. We said that, watch, there's going to be some incident that happens that is going to cause the oil, comp- the oil tankers to do what, Keith? To park, not put oil on, 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 on their ships, to send their ships back home because the, the overall threat of, of attack against those tankers are extreme. And the thing about those tankers, you can't just replace those tankers in one day. And especially if it's a double-hole oil tanker, it takes a very long time to build one of those. And they're extremely, extremely expensive, the double-hole ones. And what does that mean? So if you, Keith, have a company that owns tankers, are you going to send them into the conflicted zone of the Persian Gulf right now? Absolutely not. No. And then not only that, 
What is that going to do to your insurance if you do? And your income, as far as that goes. Sure. I mean, it sets everything down. Shuts everything down. Now, if you can't get insurance to send that tanker into to that area, will you do it? It ain't going. It ain't. It, it costs it, too much money. Takes too long to replace it. You wouldn't be able to, because one, you would lose the overall cargo. Now that cargo, guess what? You got to be self-insured. That means that you're going to have to pay for that cargo loss. Then the, the loss of the ship. No. And then guess what? It won't just be one ship that you possibly could lose. So, and it's, it's no, you're not you're not going to do it. So what does that do to everything? That's going to shoot the shut price. Yeah, shut it down, and, and it's going to shoot the overall uh, price of of living, cost of living here in the U.S. up exponentially, and everybody will be will be what will be dripping and drooling for blood. And so we gotta be. It is unfolding in a very, very. We'll get back to it. But next article from. Well, let's, let's, before you move on, uh, maybe you can elaborate on this a little bit. Uh, again, because um, I think it goes towards the protection of the life that the United States have led for so long. Because if you go overseas, oil prices have always been astronomical to what we're accustomed to. Yes. So now what you're going to start seeing is we're going to start paying those prices that they've been paying sure. all along, whereas we were always uh, immune to that. And yeah. it's going to make a huge difference. Yeah. Yes, Keith. Uh, one second. But finish what you were saying, Keith. That was, that was uh, it, it, it's coming. It's coming. You know, we talked about the impact of what is going to be on the United States standard of living. And we're about to run into it headlong when we see what's going to happen with these oil prices. They're going to be unprecedented, but the difference between, you know, we've, we've encountered it before. We encountered it in the early 80s, of course. Yes. You can remember that. But, but this time it's going to be sustained. It's going to be sustained. And the people here aren't I don't think people are really aware of what this impact is going to be, and it's going to be quickly. It's going to be a fast one. So we're going to definitely get in, in, into that. So next article from – this one comes from Press TV. Oil jumps after Saudi Arabia says tankers were targeted. Oil futures rise on, on an increasing concern about supply disruptions in the Middle East after Saudi Arabia says two of its oil tankers – were targeted in a sabotage attack on Sunday off off the coast in the UAE. So we'll catch catch that again. Very important. Yeah, go ahead, Scotty. Yeah, when you read that article, I'm not sure if I believe Saudi Arabia. They said it wasn't bombed. They, I mean, they don't describe, it just says it had significant structural damage. But it is no no reports of any ships being this sound like another Gulf of Tonkin. You know, and, and Saudi yep. Arabia, man, I wouldn't believe anything that they say, but but yeah, whatever. But when I read the article, man, it don't it's like they didn't provide any details as to the attack. So, I mean, do we really wanna believe that an attack happened? Or is this, you know, something like a Gulf of Tonkin type deal? I don't know. 
No, I'm with you 100. It it has the perfect setup for for a false flag, and is being and for me, uh, it's probably, you know, look at the the mo of the past. You know, same same mo, same characters. Here we go again. So yeah, it's a whole lot more, and I'm with you, Scotty. I don't I don't really believe uh, th- those reports, but it, it's I'm gonna take it a couple of ways. But either way it is going to adversely affect um, us. So we need to be prepared for that. Every single person listening to Tando Radio Show needs to make preparations for the changes in the overall pricing of everything because everything is going to go up in, in, in multiples that are is going to shock the everyday person. We need to be prepared for that. So check out that article. Next Hold up, on. And we're going to come back to the Yeah, thank you. Also, what I was I don't know if you saw this other, other report that came out um, recently within the last couple of days. And what this was talking about was it was talking about how I think it was Iran was accusing the United States of a psychological warfare concerning the oil and the ships and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, with that being said, they said that was unprecedented. And they also said that was a uh, prelude to war. But with that article coming back out, that falls exactly in line with what Scotty just got done saying as well. Yeah, it, it, it does, and it's it's a lot to them. We're going to definitely touch on that in today's show, so check out that. Next article, this one came, came from Bloomberg, and this is, this is all in light of going together. Um, it's very important. One second, uh, everyone. So, next article, and this all goes hand in hand. Next article from Bloomberg. China defies Trump with plan to raise tariffs on U.S. products. So, China is going to respond to the tariffs that the U.S. has placed on China. The currency war, ladies and gentlemen, is, and it's all part and parcel with World War III going into global nuclear war one. So check out that article. We'll take a look at that this week. Very important. Next article, and this one goes with the the last article from RT International. China responds to Trump's new tariffs, targeting $60 in U.S. exports. Beijing has retaliated against the United States or Washington's recent tariffs by imposing export levy targets to $60 billion worth of U.S. goods, effective June 1st. The China's minister, uh, minister of Finance announced today on Monday. The steps comes in response to the latest hike on exports duties the Trump administration implemented on, on billions, uh, billions of dollars of worth of Chinese products. So check out that article, very important. Next article from Sputnik News. Now, these, the, the tariff situation all goes hand in hand with what's going on in Iran, Venezuela, Ukraine, Europe, Syria. South Sea of China, Taiwan. Taiwan just now has, has started to build some submarines. You think China is going to let them build subs? The Korean Peninsula, Peninsula, Central America, and the Caribbean itself, all encompassing in the full thing, and the continent of Africa from Djibouti to Libya to South Africa, major news out of South Africa uh, as well. 
China and South Africa. And, oh, man, India and, and Pakistan. How could I forget that one? That was, whew, we are really here. So check out that. We'll catch it up. All right, next one. This is from Sputnik News. Jarif exposed Bolton's plan on Iran, devised before Trump appointed him. Tension between Iran and, I, and the U.S. have further escalated over the past few weeks. And I would say over the past few hours, it has taken another course as well. Since the U.S. blacklisted the Iranian Guard as a terrorist organization and introduced a new sanctions against Tehran, Iran in turn recognizes the U.S. CENTCOM as a terrorist group and announced that it was scaling back on some of its comments, uh, excuse me, some of its commitments under the 2015 nuclear deal. Check out that article. Very, very important. And then there is a uh, Lying Like a Fox, a.k.a. Fox News article, uh, Iran Threats U.S. Fleet, and we're going to play that um, in today's show real quickly. We'll get that played. Mm -hmm. And once we finish what's in the news, I'll post it inside of uh, inside the chat room so Scotty can play that. I want you just to hear something before we sit, just to set the overall table. And we're definitely going to take a look at some things. And I want to talk about what you need to be doing solely from this. Um, the news is here, but I want you to be as prepared for this as possible. So, but next article, let's get back to it. Next article comes from uh, Wall, oh, excuse me, Wall Street. The State of America Debt Slaves, quarter one. Check out that one, 2019. Next article from Press TV. U.S. waging a PSYOP war on Iran. Not interested in confrontation is what uh, one Iranian uh, parliament official has said. An American U.S. scholar offers uh, no offers. Uh, oops, I'll say an American scholar, an author says, despite uh, employing psychological warfare against Iran, the United States is not inclined towards engaging in actual military confrontation with the Iranian Republic. That's probably true with regards to the U.S. President Donald Trump himself saying perhaps maybe not most of all of his advisors and military people, he's, he's basically saying that they're not going to do it. I wouldn't say that that's, gonna, that's possibly the case. But this is so, the implication of this is so great that you, can't, you have to prepare for the actual worst happening because um, I actually don't see that this is going to turn around because you've got to look at the whole balance of, of global power, and that is tipping towards confrontation majorly. No opportunity is going to be uh, left unturned. So check out that article. Next article from Press TV. The, uh, the U.K.'s foreign minister warns about risk of conflict between the U.S. and Iran. Next article. And I just put, let me just tell you what my overall summary of this article was. It was check check, checkmate. For those of you that are familiar with, with, with uh, chess, um, that's uh, generally how it goes. Check, 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 checkmate. Or it may even go check, checkmate, or just checkmate, depending on how the game is, the board lays out. And I say that because of this. Very, very important article. Here we go. You ready, Chief? I am. From RT International. China in South Africa to back India, to back India's 
WTO, World Trade Organization's proposal for protecting developing nations confronted by the United States. Read that one more time. China and South Africa to back India's WTO, World Trade Organization's proposal for protecting developing nations confronted by the United States. India proposed to safeguard the rights of special uh, provisions for emerging economies that have been challenged by Washington will be supported by Chinese and South African authorities. According to the Economic Times, South Africa and China are excited about our proposal in the meeting, the media outlet reported, citing familiar uh, officials familiar with the details of the issue. That's huge. That's huge. This is why I was saying that there is going to be the overall purge of the United States globally. And in turn, we'll come into the untied states of America, not the United States of America. Check out that. Forbes, the bond king is worried about the economy, and you should be too. Check out that. The who? The bond king is worried about the economy, and you should be too. So a, a, a bond a person um, is worried about, yeah, bonds is what? Key is debt. Bonds are debt. So check out that article. Next article from South China Morning Post. China uh, tightening security reviews of foreign investment as trade war escalates. Don't let that go over your head. That's huge. China tightening security security reviews of foreign investment as trade war escalate. Where do you think China has a, a great deal of investment in? The yeah. U.S.? Yeah. Yes. So, check out that article. Next article, this is uh, from, tw uh, from Twitter. And this is, listen to this, from this individual at Twitter. And this is... Uh, China may stop purchasing U.S. agricultural products and energy, reduce uh, Boeing orders, and restrict U.S. service trade with China. Many Chinese scholars are discussing the possibility of dumping U.S. treasuries and how to do it specifically. Oh, my. All right, so let's back up on that a little bit. No, we're going to go forward and come back to it, you because it's too big. But no, go ahead, Keith. No, we're going to go forward. We'll come back. Go ahead. So check out that next article, Massive Explosives Reported at the UAE Ports. That was from Press TV to go along with it. And, but, but let me just say this. What China, this is China's response to the, trick, to the tariffs. Now this trade war is ramping up to the highest level, which now turns into flips immediately into military confrontation. Once you start dropping the treasuries, dumping the treasury, not stop buying treasuries. The key word is dumping U.S. treasuries. And we're going to take a look at what that means and why you need to be concerned about that. Next article uh, from, US, uh, from Reuters, U.S. and China at an impasse over trade. Cut low says new tariffs will begin. Now, and last article, this is critical too. This was over the weekend on Friday or last week from CBS criminal broadcast station, Baltimore, commonly referred to as CBS. FBI investigating Baltimore City ransomware attack as 
internal network continues to have issues. The FBI is investigating a ransomware attack on Baltimore City's network, while city officials try to bring back the network to its full capacity. Although city services are no longer being affected, hackers are still accessing the systems, according to the mayor, Young. This is a part of the big plan, and it's all starting to fall, fall, fall into place. This goes along with everything else because as this war evolves, the cyber attack is going to be the preferred method of attack. It's going to be the preferred method, excuse me, the weapon of attack. So check out those articles. If you'd like to get in on the conversation today, give us a call, 704-802-5056, 704-802-5056. There was just so much that's going on. Where the heck did we start? But we're going to start at the most important part. We're going, I want to just give, I want to spend some time in today's show, Keith, and we can't get derailed in anything else with people telling people some of the things that I think that, and, and we think and, and some of our listeners think that people should be doing to prepare for what's coming. We're going to give a quick synopsis of what was in the news here, put it together, in a, a painting so that you can see the actual, what the painting is, is really describing. Or the proverbial interpreting the handwriting on the wall. Okay? And the handwriting on the wall is no different than the, the biblical handwriting on the wall. You're done. You're done, son. You're done. So, and I would love for you all to help me with that. So, what I want to do real quickly before we go into and go into the break, I want to, Scotty, if you could play just some of that, whatever you feel comfortable with playing. There is a Fox News thing that's, uh, that's about six minutes long. Um, you don't have to pay, play the whole thing, but I want you to hear just some of the things that's going on there. And as the USS Abraham Lincoln has made it through the Suez Canal over the weekend, and military positioning is and being in place, and there's rapid military deploying around the world, particularly for U.S. assets and other, other countries' assets as well, is moving into military positioning for what? For military confrontation. And the military confrontation is not just the traditional military confrontation of military forces, but it will be confrontation of, of military confrontation by way of cyber attack as well. So we need to be aware of that. So, Scott, if you would play that real quick before we go into the commercial. National security and a military analyst and president of IRIS Independent Research. So, Dr. Grant, we just heard General Keene say that uh, the administration likely has good intelligence that there's a threat to U.S. troops in the region. Uh, what do you think they have and how serious is that threat? Well, Iran is reacting to the sanctions, and I think there's clearly some good intelligence. I think that's why Secretary Pompeo stopped off in Iraq. So what they're seeing is increased indications and warning of possible threats to our forces there. We have planes flying out of several bases, 5,000 forces in Iraq, U.S. Navy forces there. But the problem with Iran is you've got to send a really bold message. It's got to be all caps, and it has to say, don't try it. That's why we see this extra level of military forces going into the region. You know what some of the critics are saying? They are accusing the administration of trying to hype this up. Uh, here's Chuck Hagel, former Obama defense secretary, uh, saying, quote, it's not unusual to have an aircraft battle group in the Persian Gulf. We do that all the time. 
But I'm concerned that this administration is baiting Iran in a very dangerous way. Do you buy that? None of this is provocative, and the CENTCOM commander, General McKenzie, has said we don't seek conflict with Iran. Now, having said that, note to Iran, our U.S. bomber crews have been studying the Iran target set for 20 years. They are more than ready. And so, Eric, the point is that Iran tends to be very reckless, prone to mischief. They make stupid diplomatic moves. And to deter and make sure our forces, forces are safe, we have to be extra clear that Iran just can't try it. We can't risk them being reckless. And that's what I see the administration doing, both with the force deployments and the messaging. Do you think this is enough? Hey, Dave. Dave, are you Yes, Daddy. Okay. Yeah, 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 I'm here. Uh-huh. Okay, are you noticing that she's not answering the question? Yes. The question, yes, Daddy, that's, uh, yes. The, the question was, uh, other, uh, former Obama uh, defense uh, official said that this is a routine deployment. Now, believe it or not, two or three days ago, I read an article where they were saying that this is a routine deployment. That, they, that John Bolton in them is just, just hyping it up. The same thing that the guy asked him. He said, well, do you agree with, with uh, who do he say, Carter Page or somebody, whoever he said, do you agree oh. that, that they're blowing this out of proportion that we have these uh, ships going in and out of the Gulf all the time? Because, see, I, I heard that, that Lincoln, Abraham, uh, USS Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, was due to go there, to rotate in there. It was his turn to rotate in there. So she's not answering. She didn't answer that question when he asked if that person, if she agrees with that assessment that that the Trump administration is just blowing this out of proportion when this is a routine deployment. Yes, Scotty. It, it was a lot, a lot of things. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And it was so many things in this that we're going to definitely cover uh, when we come back out of the break. Uh, that that was happening. Yes, yeah, she was not answering the questions because this is all propagandizing what the U.S. wants to propagandize for its overall purpose, and, it, and this purpose is not going to be good. And when we come back out of the, the break, we're going to just take. I want a couple of things that she said, and some things that I really want to to emphasize um, that was there, and it's very, very, very important. Scotty, um, th- we we cut it up. Do you think we'll be able to play the yeah, rest of it? when we come out of the break, we'll play the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're getting ready to go to a commercial break. You're listening to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. If you'd like to get in on the conversation, give us a call, 704-802-5056, 704-802-5056. We're listening to Tando. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. You are tuned in to the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts and live program scheduling, Visit us on the web at blacktalkradionetwork.com. Enough? Should we do more? It looks like it's good. What I see here is a few more pieces moved onto the chessboard. I'm interested that General McKenzie, who is a Marine, has deployed the USS Arlington. That's an amphib, a landing dock ship. And it brings him some extra capability close by to deal with the Iranian small boat threat. He also has some extra helicopters and, of course, some Marines. 
the B-52s, instead of sending one or two, they've sent four, again, making the message very clear. And those B-52s also have an excellent overwater search and weapons capability. And then, of course, very important that we see Patriot missiles and missile batteries going in to beef up the presence that's already there for the netted air defense of the Gulf region, U.S. forces and our allies. Yeah, you mentioned the small boats. They are for years notorious for basically like little gnats, little, uh, you know, annoying gnats that just kind of swarm near our naval ships. And at one point, it has been said that the president, uh, while he was running, said just blow one of them out of the water, you know, and that'll send Tehran a, a message that the Obama administration, you know, never did that. Is that a sufficient way to deal with that threat? Do you think that potentially could be where their hair trigger uh, in this uh, conflict could be set off in, in some type of confrontation with those little uh, speedboats that they do and use to harass our naval assets. Right. The Revolutionary Guard speedboats, they're constantly talking about swarming and having 100 boats. We haven't seen them do that. You know, Iran talks a good game. Their military capabilities aren't as strong as they say they are, but it requires a lot of professionalism from our U.S. Navy to be present and in that tight coastal water area. But they're more than capable of dealing with that threat, and I think the USS Arlington will help. The other big worry, of course, is Iran's ballistic and cruise missiles. And the Patriots going in there, Eric, is really important to note. These aren't your 1991 Gulf War Patriot batteries. There is a new Gem-T missile that has an excellent fuse, excellent seeker, and is really more than capable of dealing with the very nasty Iranian cruise missile threat. I think in addition to possible terror attacks sponsored by Iran, that ballistic and cruise missile threat is really on the minds of our commanders. And so these forces are very much targeted to deter and to intercept that missile threat if Iran is stupid enough to try it. And where were they... Without giving up anything, where do you think they would be placed, number one? And number two, do you think they can protect uh, land like uh, Israel's Iron Dome? Right. So our Patriot batteries are in several of our regional allies, and I think that's pretty well known. It's a great system. It's an air and missile defense interceptor, the best in the world, and very much capable of doing that. And that means that our forces still have the ability to operate with a degree of safety there. And again, it's deterrence. It's time to put the economic squeeze on Iran with the sanctions. We've got to buckle down the military piece and make it double extra clear that Iran knows they're overmatched against our forces in the Gulf. Well, Do not try it. Yeah, you know, don't, don't tell that to some Iranians. Here's what was uh, reported by the Iranian student news agency via Reuters uh, from a, uh, uh, one of the leaders there, Nayatolia. Uh, their billion-dollar fleet, meaning us, can be destroyed with one missile. If they attempt any move, they will face dozens of missiles because at that time, officials won't be in charge to act cautiously. But instead, things will be in the hands of our beloved leader, Alatollah Ali Khamenei. In other words, they're saying they think they can destroy our warship with one missile. Talk about talking a good game. Is that even at all in any realm of reality in the universe plausible at all? Typical rhetoric for them, and I would say no, they don't have that capability. But, Eric, it shows you how bad their intention is. Iran does have at least 10 separate types of ballistic missiles deployed or in development. This is not a state that we can trust. They've made the threats about moving towards enriching uranium. Everything they do, worst diplomats in the world, reckless, stupid. And I don't think they have that capability, but the fact that they would threaten it is all the more reason for us to deploy our forces, 
work with allies and keep pressure on to get some change. We cannot live as a world with this regime for the next millions of years. They have got to understand they need to be part of the world order, knock off the terrorism, the provocative military deployments, and do not violate that nuclear deal. And they have the blood of 603 American servicemen and women who were killed in Iraq by Iranian-backed uh, forces. Correct. Dr. Rebecca Grant, always good to see you. Thank you for your... Okay. I hope you caught that. And welcome back, everyone, to Tandog Radio Show. Wow. Wow. The the propaganda is set up. And one thing I want to start, I want to start from the back one thing that she said. That Iran has to come under what? The new world order. Did you hear her say that? She, she didn't say world. new, but she said world order. And when yeah, they say world, world right, right. yeah, when they say world order, they mean where the U.S. dictates to the rest of the world and the rest of the yeah. world just falls in line. Right, right, Scott. It was the world order. And I want, I hope everyone knows, if you, when you look at your, the back of a U.S. dollar bill, what's written there in Latin, right where the, the pyramid in the eye of providence is, I got, I don't have one, I don't have one on me. Yeah, I don't have one on me. And so, but what, what it says, the top one, um, the top one means under, wait, wait, under his authority, that's what that means in Latin, under his authority, and the bottom Latin word means um, the, wor the, wor the world order. And so what, what is really said there is in that under his authority, and basically that's what it translates to under his authority, that his is who? The eye of the providence. And who's the eye of the providence in God we trust that they're talking about? It ain't the great creator. Not that at all. And the overall, and the bottom one is the world order. And this is the world order, as she just said, that Iran has to come, has to be, has to comply with, and capitulate to and surrender to the world order. Are you kidding me? So bluntly stated. But here's what it is, ladies and gentlemen. That world order that she's talking about has nothing to do with Iran, has everything to do with every single person, because that's who's under that overall world order. There is no such thing as the government of Iran. It's made up. It's a person that is not a living being. The great creator doesn't make anything that's inanimate. Everything that the great creator makes is living. It's real. And everything that man creates is what? A part of a matrix. It's a facade. They just say, you know, the United States, I would ask you, show me the living entity of the United States. You can't. But you can take a piece of paper and, and write a border on it, and you can show me some lines on a piece of paper, and you can say that this is the United States. And if I choose to believe what you just said is being real and give energy to it, then that overall lie will live. There is no such thing. But what it is, 
there is an organization that have people that have energy and they use that energy to give to that overall organization that they have created and to give that overall direction is really just giving them direction. And they are able to, to monetize that, and by way of not say monetize it, they're able to turn that into money because from that they're able to steal energy from everyone around the world. I hate to say it, y'all, but there is no such thing other than the facade and the indoctrination and the schooling of obedience because every school that we go to that's sanctioned by the so-called authorities is a school of obedience. They tell you what to think, and they have to get you. They have to get it into reciting to you to say that this is reality when it's not. Okay, so are you speaking in terms of global terms, or are you global. speaking in terms of national terms? Global, global and national. Global and national. Now, here's why. Here's why this is significant. That what was done was mankind has created civilization that is an objective in, in imitation of the ecosystem. Okay? It imitates the ecosystem. It's a counterfeit of the ecosystem because the ecosystem doesn't have a, a country of this country or that country. It doesn't have the country of Mexico, the country of, of Liberia, the country of Ireland. It doesn't have that. What it has is the physical existence of the living land, and that land is actually in different areas and is subject to the overall ecosystem environment or the overall the, 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 the environment weather-wise, that that overall living land is in. Some is in Sahara, some is in uh, uh, the tropics, some is in cold weathers and, and, you know, cold places, the extremes and everything else. So, nope, there's no such things as, as, as countries in the ecosystem. It's how the overall sustainable environment works wherever you happen to be. The sustainable environment works different in the Sierra than it does in the Rocky Mountains. Same land under different, under different conditions. And those conditions are necessary to, 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 to sustain life in, in, in that overall geographical area. So now, didn't want to go too far, but here's what's happening. Another thing that she said that if you really look at it, that the U.S. is not trying to provoke Iran, just trying to keep them in their place. What? Well, <laughs> just, right, right. Keep Iran, tell, tell, let Iran know. They're absolutely provoking Iran because guess what? They sent their military hardware off their borders, trying to, trying to affect their overall livelihood because what? They don't want to play by, their, by your rules. And they are actually protecting themselves from what? You being able to have letters of mark and reprisal against them. 
Let me ask a crazy question. Who who was that speaking? It was some some lady on on line like a fox. Some 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 it. person I, that worked I, for some corporation that makes money uh, spewing propaganda. That's what you yeah. know. Like like, and that's a good question, Keith. Who is she? Who is this organization that she works for? Okay, and you know, I wasn't impressed. Well, no. one of the things that first struck me was, in light of what Dave was just saying, talking about uh, not trying to provoke. But if you listen to that, how many times did she come flat out and call them stupid? Yeah, yeah. And, and who's and who's the one that's really? This, this is arrogance because what that's is the word. being perpetuated. Yep. That's the word arrogance, arrogance, and and to sit up there and paint it like this will be a casualty-free conflict because they don't have the capabilities to destroy one ship. I mean, y'all really believe that that they can't take a ship out if they want to take a ship out? Yeah, and it's, it's it's crazy. And you know, Keith said, "Who does she work for?" And Scotty said, "Right, that's a good question." And here's who she works for. She, she actually works for an organization that would benefit from the letter of marquee and reprisal of what the U.S. is doing. You know, in the Constitution, in, in Section 1, I mean, Article, excuse me, Article 1, Section 10, it talks about only the, 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 the no state can develop a letter of, the letter of mark, I said the marquee, is, no, the letter of mark and reprisal. And Many of us don't understand what that means. That means that, that the U.S. can hire out pirates. And the pirates doesn't have to only just be the, the U.S. military. They can hire out corporations as pirates to act on the benefit of the U.S.'s, in, in the best interest of the U.S., go into a country, into a foreign land, take what they have and give some of the overall booty to the U.S. and to, to, to re, and reprisal to respond to any threats that the U.S. deems as being threatening. This is in the Constitution. They wrote actually, this was actually what they wrote into that was the further enactment of enslavement. That's what the, the letter of Mark and reprisal is. And many of us don't know that. I, I hate to admit, but I've never heard that. Yeah, hold on. Let me read it, Keith. You never heard it? Yes, you have. You just, you've heard it. it. It just didn't register with you. Let me, let me read it. And this is what's, what's happening. So this is who she works for. She works for organizations that would benefit from the matter of market reprisal. So let me go to uh, Article 1, Section 10 of the U.S. Constitution. One second. Let me just pull it up real quickly. Oh, shoot. Article 1. Oh, here's Section 8, Section 9. Uh, 10 comes after 9, right, Keith? Okay, my bad. Okay. And in this article, it also tells you why you're not a U.S. citizen. Most people think that they have constitutional rights. Constitution wasn't written for you. In this section, it actually tells you that. It, it absolutely tells you that. You think you are because they told you something that's not true. But actually, the only way, 
because you, you're not in the contract of the Constitution. Right. If you did, Keith, if I sign a contract, do you have contractual rights to that contract? No. You was Keith? No. Not unless I signed it. World unless you it. signed it. If you didn't sign the Constitution, if you weren't signed in, can't somebody, no one can sign that for you. What they did, they signed that against you to subjugate you. Let me ask you this, though, because I'm in disagreement with, with that. I understand the gist of what you're saying. But, for example, um, I have wrote about this sheriff down here in Chester County, South Carolina, which isn't too far from me. And he's running one of those so-called scared straight programs, except for they don't use inmates. It's all the guards that's bullying the kids and, and slapping them around and mistreating them. So anyway, he, the sheriff and a deputy was out investigating a car accident in front of this man's house. So this man stood in his yard and was videotaping them as they was, I guess, assessing, you know, doing investigation into this car accident or car crash. I think it was a one car crash or whatever. So anyway, the guy's videotaping them, which the Supreme Court says that's his right to to do that um, and that the police can't stop him, or, uh, you know, long as he's not interfering with them. So they going to start yelling at him to stop recording and told him to go in the house. He refused. So he he goes up on his porch and he continues to videotape. Do you know they arrested this man and kept him in jail for three days under false charges and which the FBI said was a violation of this man's uh, constitutional rights. And now that deputy and that sheriff is uh, being charged with a crime. Yep, yep. So I, yep, because the, so, of the fourth of their this Fourth Amendment rights of um, illegal search and seizure. So yep. what what I'm saying <laughs> what what I'm saying is is that. People sue under, you know, those provisions all the time. They go to court. Whether or not they win or not is, is, is a different story. You have to be able to prove uh, your case. So, you know, I do agree right. we have God-given human rights. And it's not that yes. the government is giving us any rights. I look at it as the U.S. government recognizing those rights. and But they pick and right. choose whose rights they're going to recognize. Well, here's here's what it is, Scotty, is that, yes, what they do is they allow people to use the Constitution against organizations that's other than those that, that the contract protects. And what I mean by that is, yes, they'll allow you to use that against a police department. They'll allow you to use that against the state, but they actually use that overall the, the overall benefits, the benefits of the overall Constitution are not given to those that are born subjugate to it. Only those that have signed it have the overall full benefit of the Constitution. Here's what I mean by that, and you'll see what I mean in one second. So let me read Section 1, Article, uh, article 1, Section 1. Clause 1, no state shall enter into treaty. This is what no state can do. No state shall enter into any treaty, alliance, or confederation. Grant letters of mark and reprisal. So 
So who can only grant letters of mark and reprisal? The federal government. What is a mark and reprisal? A mark means that you can actually, it's for the high seas, where you can actually go out on the high seas and steal from other countries people or their resources and give it to the United States federal government. And the letter of reprisal means that you can be like, um, what's that organization, Blackwater. They can hire you out to go and have mercenary attacks on another country, and that's reprisal for the benefit of the U.S. So that's what, it, and it's, you heard, you've heard it before, yes, Keith? I have. And we're not just, just didn't understand what that means. This means that you can go out and take slaves from other countries, people. You can take property. You can take resources. That, oh, the states can't grant a letter of reprisal. The state of Texas, the state of New Jersey, the state of New York can't hire a, a company to go out and steal from Cuba and steal people and this and that. Yeah, they but they can that, do it here. They do it domestically. Yeah, they, do. they do it domestically. Do. I mean, that's right. what, that's what you know, when we talk about slavery, see, that's why I point people to the 13th Amendment. This Constitution never abolished slavery. It set never, up, it never, set new parameters, and they first had to convict yeah. you of a crime. And once they convict you of a crime, then you are stripped of all rights. They don't recognize your international human rights. They don't recognize your biblical rights. They don't recognize nothing. You a slave. That's what it yeah. means to be a slave. You have no rights whatsoever. They they take you, your body, possession of your body, and they tell you what you're going to do. Okay? So, I mean, Bye. all of that's going yeah. on uh, going on right here. They contract with the GEO Group and Core Civic to lock up people and enter into contracts to where they had to keep the jail or the prison 80% full or still the people still got to pay, you know, whether those jail cells are full or not, or the way they use the terminology, those beds, if those beds are full or, or, or not. So that's going on right here. And this is why, you know, we've been focusing the past couple of weeks on new abolitionist radio, Bernie Sanders pointing out that Vermont and Maine and other countries allow prisoners, people who are in prison, who are citizens to vote and that it shouldn't be any radical thing. And so, you know, there's a whole blow up about that. Well, again, when you look at the roots of this stuff, they you they did not strip prisoners of their right to vote uh, prior to 1865. They only did that after they started filling up the prisons with former victims of slavery that they wanted to re-enslave, yep. and that's still with us today. Yep, and, and what, what, what Scotty is saying is, yes, yeah, see, this article says that no state can develop can grant a letter of marquee. Marquee is, is, is a part of admiralty law where you where they can hire pirates to actually get on a ship and go out and do these things. This And this is what they're talking about. But here in the continental United States, there are no seas. So now the states can do a uh, reprisal and have a non-seabearing letter of mark that they can use. Yes. But the, the ones that sea-bearing, why is the sea-bearing so much? Because now you're talking about taking the booty of resources in large quantity by way of cargo ship, by way of cargo ship. 
big different dynamics. The states can't do that. They can have the overall uh, uh, subjugation and enslavement from the citizenry that's here, but the federal government is the one that gives the letter of mark and reprisal for the seed. Hey, let me give you some. It has the largest navy that it has. Let me give you some background information on this on this woman. Uh, her name is Dr. Rebecca Grant. Uh, she has uh, done work with the Air Force, Air Power Studies at the Air Force Association and a contributing editor for their Air Force magazine. She's a senior fellow at the Lexington Institute. So when I look up the Lexington Institute, it says the goal of the Lexington Institute is to inform, educate, and shape, shape, the public debate of national priorities in those areas that are of surpassing importance to the future success of democracies such as national security, education reform, tax reform, immigration, and federal policy concerning science and technology. So, in other words, yep. this is a propaganda agency. And that's what they do. Yep. They send out their their propagandists uh, that they call in senior fellows in her case uh, to uh, um, the corporate media to tell you what to think. That's what they mean by yep. shape the public debate. That means to tell you what to think. And, and these companies would be ones that would benefit from the letter of mark and reprisal. And, and, and see, here's what I was going to say. But wait, wait, see, 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 hold on. I'm going to go back to that real quick. But I want to just finish reading just one part of this. Okay, keep hold on. So, no state shall enter into any treaty, alliance, or confederation, grant letter of mark, and reprisal. Basically, go out and take slaves from other countries by way of slavery of taking their resources or people themselves. So this is still in the Constitution. Coin money emit bills of credit. No state can, can make a debt note. Okay, they can't coin their money. And how do you coin money? Coin money by way of having a coin in a form of, of something that's valuable. They can't coin their own money, okay? If, even if it's a, a low-grade base metal or anything else, they can't do it. They definitely can't do it with silver and gold. Emit bills of credit. Listen to this, Keith. Make anything but gold and silver coin a tender in payments of debt. Stop there. See, the federal government was telling the state governments, you can't make anything but gold and silver coin a tender of payments of debt. Who are the states indebted to? The federal government. So the federal government said, you can't pay us anything but silver and gold coin only. And it's still in the conference constitution today. So what does that mean? They realize what real money is and they're telling you you can't give us a bill uh, 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 emit a bill of credit. You can't give us debt. You got to give us real money. So now, if you're a real U.S. citizen and the constitution applies to you, guess what would happen every time the state owes you something? They pay you. And what? And Gold and silver that. coin only. But do they do that? No. But yeah, now see, that's what I was about to say. The Constitution say a lot of things, but they don't always adhere to it. And if nobody ever challenges them, then they just have free reign. For example, um, I'm going to use the prisoners voting, for example. Okay, so 
while that was going on, I was saying, okay, you don't want your person, you don't want the prisoners to vote. All right. Then prisoners shouldn't be taxed then when they get prison jobs because they pay state and federal taxes. Okay. I said, and they should be paid whatever the federal minimum wage is. Okay, you don't want them to vote. You're saying that, that, you know, they're not citizens anymore. Then why are they paying taxes? That's taxation without representation. We were told to lie that that's why Washington and Jefferson and them uh, started, you know, the American Revolution is because of taxation without uh, representation. But here's the thing, though. So as I was studying that issue, I was reading the 14th Amendment and the 14th Amendment says actually and and again uh, some of this language is outdated anyway okay but the 14th amendment says only males are supposed to vote only men are supposed to vote they had to later then pass federal laws that allow women to vote but the 14th amendment hasn't been changed it hasn't been amended. It ha- well, you can't amend a, a, a constitutional amendment. You have to repeal it and then replace it with something else. Like when they passed an amendment to uh, prohibit alcohol and to make alcohol legal again, uh, legal to, to possess and manufacture, um, they had to repeal that that amendment. So the Fourteenth Amendment says that when prisoners are not supposed to be counted in the U.S. Census. When why do they take what? What are some of the things that happen when they do a, a, a population count? All right. Well, in the census, that determines how many senators you're going to have from your district, how many uh, uh, members of the House of, of yeah House of Representatives you're going to have. That's all based on the population. All right, and, and where they live. So what they've been doing is is they've been counting the prisoners. It's called prison gerrymandering. And I had never heard of the term until this year. So what they do is they count those prisoners in the district that they're housed and not where they lived or their family lived or their last known address. So who does that benefit? Well, it benefits the districts that has the prisons because now they're going to get more representation in Congress, political power uh, uh, based on some slaves that can't even vote. So the Constitution, and I pointed out, you know, to some people, I don't have any stand in the suit. But if I was in prison, I would bring a lawsuit bringing up the 14th Amendment. Okay, you don't want me to vote. All right, the Constitution does say you can strip me of of, of my right to vote. It says that in the 14th Amendment, if you get convicted of a crime. But since since you're stripping me of of all of this and I'm not a citizen then stop counting me in the U.S. Census stop taking resources and putting them into those districts based on their population because I'm not going to benefit from those resources in this this county that uh, you know I'm housed in this prison so the Constitution says many of things they don't always follow them and and a lot of people don't even not even aware of what's in the Constitution and therefore they just say oh I guess they can do that and just let them do whatever they want to do. My, my point that I was going to... We got to go to a commercial break, Keith. I'm sorry. We're going to come right back to you. I, Keith, like, why you always cut me why out? Why you there? do, no, Keith, like it wasn't, <laughs> it, it, It's a commercial break, Scotty. We got to do that. So, I mean, uh, uh, Scotty, we got to go to a commercial break, Keith. 
we'll come right back to you. I'm sorry. Hold on to that. I know that's hard for you to hold on to that thought. Just, just hold on to it. You're listening to Tando Radio Show. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. Sorry about that, Keith. Hold on. Make Black Talk Radio your choice for digital black radio. New black media for the new millennium. In the interest of time, we came right back so that Keith wouldn't forget what his, what his part was. So, Keith, go ahead. What were you going to say? Welcome back, everybody, to the Tando Radio Show. If you'd like to get in on a conversation, give us a call, 704-802-5056, and uh, sound up. Go ahead. It, it kind of goes in line with what I was going to say from the very beginning, which is the same line with what Scotty was saying to a degree. And uh, I remember making a promise to myself uh, when I went to law enforcement and that promise early on that I made to myself was, I will not become cynical. I will not let what I do affect the way that I view people, et cetera, et cetera, become cynical. Unfortunately, I fall short of that because now I'm nothing but cynical. And the reason being is because I listen to everything you just got done saying. I listen to everything that Scott is just saying. And even though you're right, Mike, I'm so cynical that none of that stuff you guys are talking about makes any difference. And the reason why it don't make any difference is if you go back and look at what they've done, they do what the heck they want to do, regardless of what it is, regardless of what's written in the Constitution or anything else, they do what they want to do when they want to do Keith, Period. Keith, can I say this to uh-huh. you, bro? Keith. What you just said, cynical, and and I had to fight that too, Keith. I had to fight that too. But what you just talked about is giving up. All right, it, it's what is giving up because they do what no. they want to do, and nobody does anything to stop them. So this is what I'm saying is, I I I can't allow myself to get cynical and hold out no hope because if I was, Keith, man, I just go sign up for disability based on my injury, collect a check, and then do whatever hustling under the table. And I wouldn't be worried about any of this. I wouldn't be worried about Black Talk Radio Network, Tando Radio Show, any of the other programs or networks that I'm working with others to build. Because I'll be like, well, no matter what we tell the people, they ain't going to do nothing. They're not going to prepare. They're not going to organize. They're not going to do anything. That to me, that's what what being cynical would look like to myself. Cause I would just be like, okay, I'm just gonna prep for whatever comes my way. Uh, if, if nobody else knows about these things or had this information, I'm not gonna worry about it. Cause you know, I'm I'm just cynical. Well, I I think what I'm saying, though, Scotty, is people get on me all the time, especially when I'll say stuff like this. I got two different conversations with two different types of people. And I guess what I'm saying is it, it depends on who I'm talking to when. And one of the things that Dave and I get into sometimes is I'm like, look, Dave, the problem is people have become so complacent that they allow everything to happen, right? And that's what you're talking about when, when you're talking about sinners. Cynicism is nobody does nothing because they've resigned. That's not what I'm saying. Um, we have to continue to fight. We have to do that. But still, depending on who I'm talking to, we still have to have a realistic point of view that the bottom line is, ultimately, when it comes down to huge, important factors, 
The fact is they do what they want to do when they want to do it. So, and the only reason why I say that is because when we get too deep into studying the edits of the Constitution, which we have to do, we have to challenge. I'm not saying those things. But realistically, when it comes down to these over, and, and you, you look, let's look at where we are today, mm-hmm. where they ran it and raved up until 13 months ago, the rule of law. Mm-hmm. We are rule of law. That is the most important thing that can be challenged. What is the rule of law now? It it means nothing. Yeah, that's their propaganda. Yeah, another one we can talk about is no man is above the law. But now we're sitting here with uh, uh, somebody that they know is guilty of 900 felonies, and what they say, well, we can't touch him while he's in office. Well, isn't that true of past presidents as well and other uh, officials? Shouldn't Elliot Abrams be in a prison cell somewhere for the human rights crimes that he committed against Central America? You you know? Sure. Yeah, he sure. should. Sure. should. Should Hillary sure. Clinton? Yeah, she should. Some would even say Barack sure. Obama. I mean, it, I would. when they talk about the rule of law, what they saying is follow our r- rules or you're going to be subject follow. to the law. And the law says yep. we can put you into slavery. Once we, you know, convict you of a crime. Yep, that's that's so true. And you know, Keith, I would say this, and the reason why, and I agree with you and Scotty, and with what we're what our overall goal is 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 our objective is the same. Our methods are different. And I know when when you say that you're sinister, I know that your sinisterism is not in the measure of surrendering Cyn- because cynical. you wouldn't be a part of. The, What's that? Uh, Cynicism, Scott. cynical. He says cynical, yeah. not sinister. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, sinisterism is is not based off of it, yours. If it was truly, you wouldn't be a part of this. And so everyone has their method. And I'll tell you, the reason why I bring this stuff up is that, see, the propaganda, the tool of schooling is so, has been so deeply ingrained in us. And so if you just come out blatantly and say to someone that's a lie they're going to say well this is something that i believe so you need to change or or you need to present something maybe to me that i need to think about so this is why i take like that contract the constitution and i show you where what it really means is a lie to which your overall moral convictions really are see the key to magic is not to trick you it's to make you believe and the Constitution, the way they, they write it and everything else and the propaganda that they have to uphold it is to make you to believe that you're a part of something that, you're not. that is noble in its cause that right. it isn't and you're not. Right, right. Again, so, I, I, I believe the greatest lie ever sold, I ain't going to say told, but sold because they had to sell you on it. Uh, the greatest lie is that the United States government abolished slavery once and for all. And, and I mean, when you read the Constitution, it says the exact opposite. Yep, it says the exact opposite. And we just have to know that. And once you do that, now what it does is that it brings it to the fact that, oh, shoot, everything I taught was a lie. Now it sets that person on into their own personal journey to find out what the truth is because the truth doesn't need them. The truth is never going to seek you because the truth doesn't need you to uphold 
it's, it's, it's to uphold it. We need the truth to uphold ourselves. So this is the only reason why. And one more thing before we go into this, we got we to gotta talk about. Be, before before that, Trump, I mean, I'm sorry, Dave, before you, you go into that last thing, um, you remember H. Rap Brown? Yes. Black Panthers. Yes. Okay. He's changed his name as Iman Jamil Alameen. Um, he's in a federal prison. He might be getting a new trial, um, you know, because I follow the cases of political prisoners. But one thing that he said, which applies to the conversation we've just been having about the rule of law. And he said in a speech one time talking about Lyndon Johnson, you know, because when you were having the uprisings during the 60s and what have you, you know, they want to talk about law and order. He said that he said that Johnson wants to talk about law and order, but he doesn't want to talk about is justice. So law and yep. order absent justice is tyranny, in my opinion. Yes. Yes. And that's that's why. It, that's why the 14th Amendment that the, that you can be uh, subjugated to enslavement if you're convicted of the, of a crime. No, that's unjust. No, that's the 13th that says it, that. I mean, 13th, sorry, 13th Amendment. Yes, thank you, Scotty. That's unjust. Because someone has been convicted of your crime, guess what? Your overall criminal justice system is filled with ubiquitous fraud. So how can you have a fraudulent method to, to, to adjudicate someone's guilt? You can't. It is all a part of an agenda where you are actually in collusion, the system is in collusion to actually profit from, from conviction. That's morally wrong. So that means that the 13th Amendment is nullified because it's impractical and unapplicable. So okay, okay. so now and you're getting back to what I was saying. Look, none of this stuff was ever written. None of this stuff was ever written to be just. From the right. very beginning, they wrote this stuff that they can accumulate power and the small hands and they gave it an illusion that everybody was involved in stuff, but it was always written. Sure. The devil is exactly on the, the way, way it is. Yes, the devil is always in the detail. Hold on. Brother Davis is, is in true right, Scotty. Hold on one second. We'll go to Brother Davis. But one thing I want to say, I want you to hear this one part, and then I'm going to go to Brother Davis. In, the, in the, uh, Section 10, it goes on. And we're going to play this out for this, what's happening in Iran and everything else to, to, to this and what it really comes together. To. It says, ex, facto, uh, ex, uh, ex post facto law, or law impairing the obligations of contracts or grant any title of nobility. See, the federal government realizes this. Contract is law. See, and because of that, we, don't under, we, we are not engaging in making, even though we weren't the signors of the Constitution, until you can until you can put yourself in a position, what you can do is you can nullify the overall effect that the Constitution has against you. How do you do it? Contract. And guess what? Now you stop playing by their rules. See, when you play by their rules, they rule. The key is to circumvent it. And this is 
How do you, it's right here. How do you search? So that means that no matter what, a, and, and no matter what it says in the contract, guess what? There is no federal judge that can go against that. And if you, if you know that, then what you do is that what is your agenda? Uh, move your agenda under contract. And it nullifies you write law. You actually write law. So how do we get rid of them being able to, to imprison people and not giving them the right to vote? You have to do, do it by way of contract. And guess what? they got to follow. Can't break it. No federal judge can. What is the first thing a judge says in, in any court? Let me see what? The evidence. The, the evidence? Or the contract. Let me see the contract. You heard that before, right? Let me see the contract. Because no matter what's in the contract, the, the judge can't change the contract. Can only enforce it. So, very important. But let me go to Brother Davis. Uh, Brother Davis, welcome to Tando Radio Show. Our sister Davis, welcome to Tando Radio Show. Great show. Let me tell you, man. I always enjoy the opportunity. And the reason why is because so much information is being disseminated. I'm hoping people do, uh, when they listen to this show, to sit down with a pencil and a piece of paper because that way you gave that retain the knowledge. That's what you were speaking about, about contracts on the most simplistic level. When they stop you for a uh, ticket, when a policeman comes to you and says, okay, you got to sign this ticket, you're under no obligation to sign that ticket. Because what you do, you're signing a contract submitting to the system that this person has, is right. Regardless of what your opinion is, that's what that says. So even if you don't show, if you have a ticket that you signed, you've already submitted yourself. So that's on the, 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 the most simplest level. I wanted to point out also that at one time the government could not propagandize its people. It's doing that on the multiplicity of ways for the last at least six years since, since, since um, well, actually more than six years. It started really uh, when, um, when uh, Bush was in office, Bush Jr. was in office. And the sad part about it is that they have institutes like the institute, that you, the think tank that you just spoke on that talks about a standard of behavior. Well, the Tadstock Institute has been doing that all over the world, and governments pay them for it. So it is not like we're here by chance. We're here by design. But I also want you to understand this. All over the world, the citizenry that is not under heavy uh, programming is waking up. In the United States, you have a multiplicity of groups giving you a multiplicity of programs that service the system. So therefore, you can't see yourself as a priority unless you start looking for your self-truth. And when you start looking for your self-truth, you make yourself the priority. We fail to realize that that will not happen automatically. We have to do something to stimulate that to happen. And when it does, we'll be able to see all of the other things that are wrong more clearly. Because now we're servicing ourselves and not a system that is designed to kill us. I just wanted to add that. Great show, brother. Well said, Brother Davis. Well, well said. Yes. So, you know, and let me, in, in finishing before we get out of here, let me look at what we're going to do. We're going to put this all together. And I'm, I'm, does someone else want, want to chime in? 
Um, I don't think so. I think that's uh background noise uh coming off of Brother Davis' line. Um l- let me say this though, one important thing about Iran um that we haven't talked about today. I was reading an article over the weekend where um um Pompeo had went to Iraq. And I guess they're trying and to. That's what I wanted to. Yep. Yeah, Sorry, they, that's they, what I was going to. Yeah, they wanted to. They wanted, I guess, to let Iraq be a, a a base of operations to launch attacks on Iran, and the Iraqis ain't having it. There's like, no, 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 we not fighting them, what not? Because see, there's 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 cultural and religious ties between the Shias of Iraq which I think is the dominant population in, the Shia, in, in Iran. And they're Shia uh, Muslims as well. And so they, you know, the Iraqis sending the message that, no, we're not going to help you. Yeah, yeah, and, and very important. That's why Pompeo, and they were talking about Pompeo, when um, Pompano, I call him Pompano for Pinocchio, when, when, when Pompano was, was supposed to meet, and Angela Merkel and changed and went straight to Iraq. This is all for the buildup for what's happening here. Some of the things I want to, to to do is I want to just put this together. We have to look at a couple of things that's going on in Iraq and how that's going to affect you. The World Trade Orders, uh, I mean, the World Trade Order proposal that India is making against the United States with the overall support of South Africa and China, huge, and China saying they are moving towards dumping U.S. treasuries. That is the death knell for every single person that is under the jurisdiction of the United States that's here and abroad. I'm telling you, Dave, I'm I'm telling you, people get prepared. Get prepared. Yes. Because one of the administration officials, Trump administration officials, mentioned or admitted that those China not going to be paying them tariffs on Chinese goods. I mean, on uh, uh, yeah, Chinese goods. The Chinese companies are not going to pay those tariffs. The consumer is going to pay it. That's you. That's me. So at any moment, and then when you throw in the oil and you figure in transportation costs that are figured into, you know, the retail prices and, and what have you. With all of what's going on with Iran, Venezuela, then this with China, man, man, I tell you, man, we could be looking at, I, I don't know, astronomical uh, food prices, man. It's going to be a lot of hurting people. Please prepare, you know, try to, try to like, if you go shopping or out or something like that, even if it's just picking up a couple of canned goods, you know what I'm saying? Start preparing. Yeah. Yes, and we're going we're gonna to talk about that. Um, Let me take one more. Yeah, yeah, definitely keep in line of what you guys are both saying because they talk about China's not going to pay those. The thing is, we have to look at the fact that we are the ones that are going to be sanctioned. Right, that's what he said. That's what he admitted. Right, right, right. There is, and and let me tell you, and, and right, Keith, and what Scotty said, and, and and what you just said is here. Remember, you always hear me say this: that the the system, by way of governments, governments, they make laws they don't have to obey. They create debt they don't have to pay, and they declare wars they don't have to fight. 
Germany so-called lost World War II, right, Keith? No, Germany didn't. The state of Germany is still in full existence. Who lost World War II? Thousands and millions of people uh, lost. They were the ones that were victimized by this war. They actually, there were people that lost their lives. They lost. Word, word. The system never loses because Germany don't exist. I think you got to have an exception this time, though. And the reason why you got to have an exception this time is because I don't believe that the United States is going to go forth as a nation as Germany did, and now it's all these countries of old. Right. I, I, I agree. I agree with you, Chief. I totally, totally agree. I don't with understand you. what Keith what just said. said. Can you repeat that? I, I don't think that, I think where you're going to have a difference this time is because what David said, which has always been historically true, is that the brunt of everything falls to the people, not to the governments. I think that the United States is going to be an exception because that government is going to be ceased to exist. I don't think that we're going to go forth as a country after this. The untied state. That's yeah, why I call yeah, it the yeah but, but Keith, how many people is going to die before that happens, though? You know? Without argument. Without argument. Without argument. And, and I think it's just going to rebrand itself. Rome never collapsed. Rome never collapsed. It just reinvented itself and renamed itself. And this is, this is what I think will happen, you know, here. So, man, listen... Scotty, if you would, because I want, because I know this is going to be this is going to be taken down, um, not by you, but it's, it's going to be lost off of uh, Twitter. Look at uh, today. Look at um, the the Twitter tweet uh, from the Chinese gentleman says China may stop purchasing U.S. agricultural products and energy, reduce Boeing orders, and restrict U.S. service trade with China. And everyone that's listening to Tando Radio Show, take a look at that inside of BTR community today. And it's going to be in our thread of Tando Radio Show uh, thread. And it says, many Chinese scholars are discussing the possibility of dumping U.S. treasuries and how to do it specifically. Keith, you can see this? You can see this yourself? So when when, when Twitter takes this down, when Twitter takes this down, it's going to take it down. Um, when it does, because that's, they don't, that's the full brunt of it right there? Yeah. Yeah. When they take it down, and they will take it down, and they're going to take it down for a lot of reasons. They don't want to have, because they're going to, t- they tell you before they do it, but guess what? They whisper it. They don't scream and, and jump it. So, we're going to have to look at that and look at how this whole thing, and then we've got to look at this, the, the, the cyber attacks uh, going forward and how that is all a part of this. Everything, the stage is being set. The actors are, are being called to, to their spot on the, on the floor, and we've got to be prepared. All right, everyone, it's never goodbye. As always, we'll see you later. You're listening, you're listening to Tando Radio today. Much love, much respect. And before you ask for a fortune, make sure to give one away. Peace. Gold dinar would have had serious consequences for the world financial system, but may also have empowered the people of Africa, something black activists say the U.S. wants to avoid at all costs. We're slicing cake. We're slicing cake.